Welcome back to your therapy tools. I am so happy that you are here. Today's focus is on the four horsemen of marriage. The four horsemen are criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. And this information comes from the Gottman Institute. And the Gottman Institute, they can predict um, divorce with a 90% accuracy. So they can predict if you're going to be divorced or your relationship will end simply by assessing are you are you engaging in the four horsemen of the apocalypse of marriage, um, as well as other aspects? The average couple waits six years before they seek help for marriage issues. Um, emotional withdrawal is the absence of positive affect during conflict discussion, shared humor, affection, and empathy. Um, the absence of those things can predict later divorcing 16.2 years after the wedding. 69% of conflict in relationships is about unresolvable, perpetual problems. 16% of these perpetual issues involve gridlocked couples conflict. Stonewalling occurs when the listener enters, diffuse psychological arousal, and their heart rate exceeds 100 beats per minute. 85% of stonewallers in heterosexual relationships are men. 80% of the time, women bring up issues in heterosexual relationships. Dr. Gottman reports that stable marriages have a 5 to 1 ratio of positivity to negativity during conflict, whereas an unstable marriage, the ratio is 0.8 to 1. 67% of new parents experience a significant drop in couple satisfaction in the first three years of the baby's life. And Dr. Gottman has completed 11 longitudinal studies with over 3,000 couples. The longest couples were followed for 20 years. So that's pretty interesting. And what are the four horsemen? of the apocalypse in relationships. We have criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. So I'm going to jump into that a little more. This metaphor of the four horsemen um, depicts, the four horsemen depicts the end of times in the New Testament, right? So the metaphor of the four horsemen in marriage is depicting the end of the marriage. And criticism is number one. The first horseman, criticism. Criticizing your partner is different than offering a critique or voicing a complaint. The latter two are specific issues, whereas the former is an attack. It's an attack on your partner at the core of their character. So what's the difference? A complaint would sound like, I was scared when you were running late and you didn't call me. I thought we had agreed that we would do that for each other. Criticism sounds more like, you never think about how your behavior affects other people. I don't believe that you are forgetful. You are simply selfish. You never think of others. You never think of me. That's criticism. So if you find that you and your partner are critical of each other, don't assume your relationship is completely doomed, 
Um, the problem with criticism is that when it becomes pervasive, it paves the way for the other, far deadlier horsemen to follow. It makes the victim feel assaulted, rejected, hurt, and often causes the perpetrator and the victim to fall into escalating patterns where criticism reappears with greater and greater frequency and intensity. And this can lead to contempt or resentment. Contempt is the second horseman. And when we communicate in this state of content, we are truly being mean. We treat other people with disrespect, mock them with sarcasm, ridicule them, call them names, mimic them, or we roll our eyes or we scoff. The victim of contempt is made to feel despised and worthless. Contempt goes far beyond criticism. While criticism attacks your partner's character, contempt assumes a position of moral superiority over them. Here's an example of contempt. Oh, you're tired? (laughs) Cry me a river. I've been with the kids all day, running around like mad to keep this house going, and all you do when you come home is flop your ass on that sofa like a little kid and play those stupid video games. I don't have time to deal with another kid. Could you be more pathetic? (coughs) Research even shows that couples who are contemptuous of each other are more likely to suffer from infectious illnesses, colds, the flu, etc., due to a weakened immune system. Contempt is fueled by long, simmering negative thoughts about the partner, which come to a head when the perpetrator attacks the accused from a position of relative superiority. Most importantly, contempt is the single greatest predictor of divorce, so it must be eliminated. The Gottman Relationship Advisor, the world's first complete relationship wellness tools for couples, takes the guesswork out of improving your relationship. Measure your relationship health with research-based self-assessments, then receive a tailored digital relationship plan proven to heal and strengthen your connection. So if you want to check this out, where I'm gathering this information from, go to www.gottmangottman.com slash blog slash the four horsemen. And you can find all this information. So the next horseman, the third horseman in relationships is defensiveness. This is typically a response to criticism or feeling criticized. And we've all been defensive. This horseman is nearly omnipresent when relationships are on the rocks. When you feel accused unjustly you might fish for excuses and play the innocent victim so your partner will back off you know your partner might say hey did you call did you call ralph and let him know we're not coming tonight as you promised you would do this morning and you might get defensive and say i was too damn busy as a matter of fact you know how busy my schedule is why didn't you just do it so the partner's responding defensively and reversing the blame, the boomerang blaming, to make it the other person's fault, instead of accepting their responsibility, admitting it was their fault, 
and saying something more on the lines of like, oops, I forgot. I should have asked you this morning to do it because I knew my day would be packed. That's my fault. Let me, let me go call right now. So that's a healthy response instead of being defensive. Defensiveness leads to contempt. If every time you approach your partner with something and they immediately get defensive and boomerang blame back onto you, eventually you're going to stop trying to discuss anything with them. You're going to have a lot of resentment and contempt towards them because you can't trust them to have a conversation. You can't trust them to resolve any issues. And this will lead to stonewalling. Contempt and stonewalling together. Stonewalling is the fourth horseman, and this is a response to contempt. Stonewalling occurs when listeners withdraw from the interaction. They shut down, they stop responding. Rather than confronting the issues, People who stonewall make evasive maneuvers, avoidance behavior. They tune you out. They turn away. They pretend they're busy. Um, They engage in obsessive or distracting behaviors. They are looking for any way to avoid you. It takes time for the negativity created by the first three horsemen to become so overwhelming that somebody starts to understandably want to stonewall. But when it does, it frequently becomes a very bad habit. And unfortunately, stonewalling is not easy to stop doing. It's a result of feeling psychologically flooded or emotionally flooded and not knowing what to do with it because you can't talk to this person because they're defensive. You can't work anything out because they criticize you and you feel defensive and it's just a mess and you're you're just like a dog chasing its tail getting nowhere. So it's easier just to tune out, avoid, and stonewall. If you feel like you're stonewalling during a conflict, stop the discussion and ask for a peace pause. Ask to take a break. Say something like, okay, I'm feeling really angry and I can't keep talking about this while I'm this angry. Can we just take a break and come back to it later? And I've talked about this before. Um, Take that time out. Give yourself a time out. Go self-soothe and please return to the conversation with your ego put aside, with your ears open and willing to listen and hear, and with your heart ready to resolve whatever the conflict is. No defensiveness. Okay. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, so let's look at the difference between complaining and criticizing. This is another um, Gottman Institute um, piece of information, so same website. So complaining looks like something like this. Hey, there's no gas in the car. I thought we agreed that 
we would fill it up on the way home from work. Did you forget? That's complaining. Criticizing is, why can't you ever remember anything? I told you a thousand times to fill up the gas tank and you did not do it again. And here's another complaint. We agreed we would check we agreed that you would check with me before inviting anyone over for dinner. I wanted to spend time alone with you tonight. Criticizing would sound more like, why do you keep putting your friends ahead of me? I always come last on your list. We were supposed to have dinner alone tonight. You're a jerk. And here's another example. Complaint. I felt left out of the conversation at dinner this evening. Can we talk about my day? And criticizing. You never ask me how my day was. It's always about you, you, you. Don't you even care anymore? Do you care about anything but yourself? Narcissist? (laughs) So you get the idea. Criticism versus complaining. Okay. Let's look at the antidotes for the four horsemen. So the antidote for criticism, which criticism is verbally attacking personality or character of the other person, right? The antidote to that is a gentle startup, a soft starter. You want to talk about your feelings using I statements and express a positive need. Instead of saying, you're a jerk, you only sit and talk about yourself, you could say, I feel like I want to share my day with you because you're my best friend and I just want to tell you everything. Do you want to hear about it? Soft startup, gentle startup. And if you're coming in with a complaint, that soft startup can be, I've been feeling lonely lately. I miss you. Can we spend some time together? Okay, contempt. Attacking the sense of self with an intent to insult or abuse. The antidote to contempt is building a culture of appreciation. Remind yourself of your partner's positive qualities. Find gratitude for positive actions and outcomes. So um, relationship gratitude exercises. Pointing out your partner's strengths instead of their faults, focusing on why you fell in love with them in the first place and why you love them today. Defensiveness, victimizing yourself to ward off a perceived attack and reverse the blame. The antidote to defensiveness is taking responsibility. Accept your partner's perspective and offer an apology for any wrongdoing. Even if you don't feel like you've done anything wrong, you don't get to tell somebody if you hurt their feelings. It's important to acknowledge their feelings as important and don't minimize or disregard or say, you shouldn't feel that way, or I didn't say it like that, or put away that defensiveness. If somebody says, you hurt me, I felt left out, Whatever the case, you respond with, I'm sorry I said that and it hurt you. I'm sorry that I made you feel left out with my behavior. How can we change that so you never feel that way again? That's an appropriate response. 
And then the fourth horseman, stonewalling, with withdrawing to avoid conflict and convey disapproval, distance, and separation. Stonewalling is also a punishment. The antidote to stonewalling is psychological self-soothing. Take a break, take a time out, and spend that time doing something soothing and distracting for yourself. Agree on a time to reconvene and discuss with love whatever the issue is so that it can be resolved. So, are you struggling with the four horsemen of the apocalypse in your relationship? Is your marriage filled with contempt, criticism, defensiveness, and stonewalling? Are you willing to try the antidotes and give it a shot to see if you can heal this relationship? Let me know. Leave a comment. Um, If you want to get a hold of me, you know how to get a hold of me. You can email me. Or you can hit me up on my website, elizabethlmft.org, or elizabethlmft at outlook.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and stay tuned for more work with couples.